What's up everybody it's your boy that boy media and i just got through chopping it up with my girl Brittany harris on her new podcast the boss and also make sure to stream this on anchor apple podcast google podcast uh, spotify and make sure to check it out on all social media platforms i was talking about my experiences working in retail and i hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode um this collaborative episode with Brittany harris deadway media and do rags and conversation check it out oh god let me go in here and act like i give a f- and be fake for eight f- hours damn boss that's why i gotta keep coming here why give me another job
Thank you for being with me tonight. This is your boy, Eric, that boy media. I think you should go into management. <laughs> um, oh, hell no. 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 It's a very cutthroat position and it's a very cutthroat role and it's not something and that I think I would personally be qualified for. I think some of the weakest people that they can get as far as being star directors. And that's not like a dig to anybody, but to me personally, I think that you have to be really cutthroat and you have to be very sneaky. And um, that's just not my character. And it's, and it's not who I am as a person. And I, I care for the people. I like the people, you know. So I don't know if I could, you know, just just do some of the stuff that I've experienced with my store directors. I don't know if I could I could perfectly do that. I don't know if I could sleep at night doing that kind of stuff. So it's just like as honored as I am by you saying that, it's I, I just can't that part I can't get into as far as uh, as far as that because I'm seeing it now. You know, they're doing, a, like my store director is doing a lot of shady stuff. And it's just like, it don't phase him. It don't bother him. Like, but for me, it would bother me because yeah. I, I wouldn't personally want to do that to anybody, um, especially people that I've worked with for a very long time, people that I've established relationships with. And I just couldn't see myself doing that kind of dirty work. But there are people in the world who do stuff like that. Yeah. So when you say shady stuff, without giving me like too much detail, I want to know, what is he doing? I mean, we'll be here all night, but you know, it's terrible. (laughs) As an example, one person decided to leave and wanted to go to a bigger store. Okay. So, because we get audit every so often, excuse me, <laughs> we get audits every so often. And if we fail, that person that audits the store uh, lets the store director know what we did wrong and what we need to do to improve it. So yeah. he gets a person that has, hasn't even been there that long and hasn't even posted the job. You have to post a job so people can apply and, and you know, interview for. Yeah. But he gives it to this particular person who hasn't been there probably only a couple of months. And he gives them the management position. This person that has not been here for very long has been the head manager. And you have people that's been there for 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. So instead of posting the jobs, having conversations with people, his mentality is this is my store and I can pretty much do whatever I want. So basically here's the shady stuff. Instead of asking and having a conversation, he just moves people to certain positions without getting their, their okay, their blessing. 
and he just pretty much runs it the way that he wants to run it. That's the shady stuff that I'm yeah. referring to. Just <laughs> yeah, because when I be walking in, I just see the the bell peppers, the fruit, you know, the pastries. I don't be knowing that you know mm-hmm. that y'all are going through. Mm-hmm. All of that, and mm-hmm. I can only assume that going to HR is Drama. pointless. And yeah, it, it's been pointless because HR won't do a damn thing about it. And it's just like, yeah. how is this company allowing him to do stuff like that? Just I don't understand it. I don't get it. We've complained so many times. Like we went to the employee hotline, and nothing gets done about it. So. We try, but it just seems like nobody's really listening to us. And this, and if this is not just at one store, this is across the board. A lot of these stores are having the same problem because they have store managers who are not running the store properly. Yeah, like you said, you may see all the vegetables and the food, and you know the fake smiles and the fake laughter and all of that kind of stuff. But deep down inside, we're hurting. We're you know, we're sad. I've seen co-workers cry. I've seen co-workers get angry. People tell me I get anxiety attacks. I get panic attacks before I even clock in. It's just a lot of stuff that's not being talked about. It's a lot of stuff that's not being recorded. It's a lot of stuff that's just not being put out there in the front line. And then people are wondering, why are everybody's quitting? Why is everybody just leaving their jobs? Because of the stuff that we have to deal with behind the scenes, behind closed doors that you guys don't really know until we start talking about it. I've had certain conversations with certain customers that I'm really close with that I see on a daily basis and I'll tell them some of the stuff that's going on, but it's just, it's a lot. And out of the 13 years that I've been working, I I would say like, this is, has to kind of take the cake. What do you say about you? High employee turnover, it's almost always indicative of poor leadership. Almost always. Even in that one instance when leadership, let's say folks, new leadership that came in, wants to clear house or clean house, so to speak, and bring their own crews or bring folks who can now operate under newly established standards, even then, if a third or half or two thirds of your employees have left over the last six to 12 months, it's you. Period! People don't leave companies, people leave their managers. Obviously, if you treat your employees right, they will treat your clients right, which will bring revenue in and so on, and everybody's happy. Period! I should have stopped and got me some breakfast. <laughs> wow. So they want me to get out of my car and come in that building and work. These people are crazy. <laughs> no, I'm crazy. Because I keep getting out of my car every day to go in there and work. Why don't you quit this place? Everybody else is turning in their two-week notice except for you. I should have called in sick. Ooh! It's like, why do I have to go in there, you know? Look at Sheila messy cell. Take your time, Stanley. They don't care about us. You know what? Let me go on and take me some ibuprofen because I know they going to try me. Like, really, if I don't get out of my car, pfft, What's the worst that can happen? As soon as I get to my desk, I'm working on my resume. I wonder if the hospital hiring. 
What's up everybody, it's your boy Dad Boy Media and I just got through chopping it up with my girl Brittany Harris on her new podcast, The Boss. And also make sure to stream this on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and make sure to check it out on all social media platforms. I was talking about my experiences working in retail and I hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode, um, this collaborative episode with Brittany Harris, Deadboy Media, and Do Rags in Conversation. Check it out. It's, it's no money. There's no opportunity. It's very slim. You gotta kiss, uh, have sex with managers and, and all kind of stuff. And <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, well, how did this person come from here to here to here? And I understand things change and, and, and time change, but it don't change that much to the point where you can go from here to here within two months. So it's doors. Is you getting on your knees and not praying? There was, there was a, a, a job up the street. Uh, 12 people quit in one day um, because they were tired of the BS. And he, the store director was panicking, was stressing. It, it was bad. Like 12 people quit in one day. And exactly. a lot of times the store directors need to understand if you don't have any employees, you don't have a store because the employees are doing your dirty work. You just up there doing paperwork. Yeah, it's it's sad. Like at my old job, I, I don't know if you know, but I was laid off and mm-hmm. I was like, how y'all gonna lay me off after y'all mm-hmm. said I was the top performer? Mm-hmm. How does that work? Right, exactly. Like, it, meant, it drove me crazy because I'm like, what? Was they lying or like they were? I'm not understanding. They were. How I'm a top performer, but mm-hmm. you're laying me off. But I noticed that every time we would have a meeting, even prior to them doing mass layoffs, everything that was going wrong in the company was always our fault. Mm-hmm. You know, we always needed to fix something. It was no mm-hmm. accountability on everybody else, and it's like that frustrating especially right. in the type of job that I had you know management would often have to get involved and it's like right employees right. can only take it so far before you guys right. have to step in we're right. doing our part but y'all are not doing y'all's right exactly and that's how it works that's that's yeah. exactly how it works that they they point the finger at you they mm-hmm. make it seem like it's your your fault. My store director, he wants to be the face of the of the store, but he doesn't really want to deal with any conflict or deal with any problems or whatever the case yeah. may be. Um, that doesn't make no sense. I think for me, if I was in charge, first of all, let me tell y'all what I'm about to change. Everybody's taking a conflict resolution course. Yeah, that's um, important. Everybody's taking a mental health course. Mm-hmm. You're taking a mental That's health important. course. That's important. Yes. When I start to notice that clicks are forming, I'm breaking it up. We're not doing no clicks. We're not doing no girls, no boys. That's not, We're not doing none of that. Breaking it up. 
So I'm wondering, like, when they become store managers, like, do you know if they're put through any type of supervisory boot camp or no? It's just like, here's the position they, and that's it. Well, from my understanding, they they do have courses. There's definitely a lot of, like, harassment courses. Like, there's a lot of hours that they have to do as far as training and stuff like that. Now, yeah. if it's applied or not that's a different story but they do have a lot of different trainings that they do have to that they do have to do like my store director he had to do a communication and leadership twice um they do do courses however if they don't apply it then it's just like okay then why are you taking these yeah so i know we touched up touched on this a little bit earlier but this whole great resignation Mm-hmm. thing that everybody is partaking in so i didn't even know that that was actually a thing until i got mm-hmm. on tiktok mm-hmm. and just seeing people just quitting i'm talking about doctors mm-hmm. like just across the board everybody is just quitting tired. Mm-hmm. yeah they're just tired and i'm like was mm-hmm. it like was it really the pandemic that made everybody kind of wake up or Grace, what happened that made this video viral? Terry, Shauna Raglan went over the loudspeaker and called out her managers by name for having unprofessional behavior and then walked out. She posted the video of her quitting on TikTok and that now has over 24 million views. You lying! Baby, if I'm lying, I'm flying and my big ass ain't went nowhere. But she says that now that she's finally quit, she feels free. After almost two years of working at Walmart, Shauna Raglan decided that she had had enough. I f***ing quit. I'm out. I loved it at first. I truly did, and I wanted to keep that job for a long time. Raglan worked as a CAP 2, an employee that unloads trailers and organizes stock. But she claims that her managers and co-workers created a toxic environment for her and other employees. They set a standard and expected us to follow another one. Um, so it was, it was pretty bad all around. Even making sexist comments to her or being racist towards other employees. They would say some pretty nasty things to me at a very young age. You are all perverts. And I hope you don't talk to your daughters the way you talk to me. A week ago when Raglan decided to quit, she got on the loudspeaker and called out her managers and co-workers by name, then posting the video to TikTok. I just want to come on here and say is a racist, stinky is racist. A is a of a manager. I said those things because there are young girls that work there. And I knew for a fact if I reported those things, they would have gone unnoticed. The video now has over 24 million views. Raglan saying she doesn't regret quitting the way that she did and hoping that her message is heard by more than just those who were shopping at Walmart. The only time society or managers ever listen to anybody is when you're upset and you're at your last straw and you do something like this. So I felt like I had to do it, not for myself, but for girls, for those black associates, for, for everybody. Employees at this Nebraska Burger King telling customers, we all quit. And it's not just happening there. After you left, a bunch of your colleagues left too? Well, there was 23 of us and 20 of us quit. You lying! 
lying. Baby, if I'm lying, I'm flying, and my big ass ain't went nowhere. Ashley Wyrick left her fast food job in Oklahoma in June. I couldn't do it. I could not work for somebody that treats their employees that way any longer. And days later... I immediately found another job after I quit. She had a new job at a call center with better pay. As businesses reopen and the economy takes off, employees have options. This is a moment of employee empowerment, worker empowerment that we haven't seen for a long time. It's being called the Great Resignation. In April, a record 4 million workers quit, and in May, another 3.6 million. Some putting off leaving their job during the pandemic. Others are burned out after the last year. And some saved money working from home and have a financial cushion to try something new. America has always been very entitled and has been has always been very rude and nasty. A lot of nasty and bitter and hateful type people in the world. And I just think that with the pandemic, I just think that they it's just been more exposed. Um, yeah. I know that when I first started working through the pandemic and I was trying my very hardest to protect myself, so that meant no leaning on the counters, giving my six feet in space, having a mask up. And a lot of people did not want to um, take those directions and they would get mad and then they would complain. And it was already there. And then the pandemic just kind of made it clear, like there's a lot of nasty, hateful people in the world and people are just not dealing with it. People are just are fed up, they're tired. You know, you're, you're being told when you can come in, when you can take your lunch, when you can take your break, short staff, because people are quitting from left to right and having to deal with that and then having to deal with the managers and to have to deal with these store directors. And then you got the co-workers you have to deal with and their attitudes all the time. And it's just, it, people are just tired and I don't blame them. I wish I was in a position where I can just quit. Who wants to be bothered with all of that for a minimum wage job? You know, that does, it, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, I've mm -hmm. seen videos of even teachers mm -hmm. quitting. So I'm like, if you got the teachers, I mean, they're damn near angels. If you got the teachers quitting, right. then I there ain't no hope. <laughs> Right, right, right. It's like people just turn a blind eye or, or turn a deaf ear. And it's just like, you know that this is going on. You know that these problems are going on, whether it's school, retail, 
uh, beauty, whatever the case may be, you know that these problems are going on and yet you're turning a blind eye or a deaf ear. And then you're wondering, oh, why I don't have any staff? Why I don't have any people? You act, you turn your back and act like you didn't know what the problem was. And now people are telling people to kiss. Now you concerned and now you've got to shuffle and buffle to get some more people into your establishment. When yeah, you could have corrected the, the problem before it yeah. got to that to that point. Yeah, one of the things that I have consistently seen employers say, oh, where we're, you know, we're closing down or we're doing this or we're doing that because people <clears throat> don't want to work. And it's mm-hmm. not that we don't want to work, it's that we work for right. you know, the wages that we are owed, okay? Right, right. And we want to be left the alone. I just right. literally before we hopped on <laughs> right. a guy was working 85 hour weeks by oh, himself wow. by himself because everybody wow. else had quit and it's like once he's gone he's already working an outrageous amount of hours during mm-hmm. the week but once he's gone y'all what y'all gonna do yeah right it's just sad it's sad and then y'all got the nerve to be laying people off Right. <laughs> Y'all need these people. <laughs> Y'all need, right. Uh, these jobs don't give a damn about you. They don't give a damn about your mental health. They don't give a damn about your physical health. I've had coworkers beg to go on break. Why do coworkers need to beg to go on break? Or they gotta wait until somebody gets there. No, I don't I shouldn't have to wait for the next person to come in. Why can't you just stop what you're doing for 10, 15 minutes and release me from my break? You know, you mm-hmm. get paid more than me, so you can't handle a few customers. Who wants to have? Who wants to come to work with all those different restrictions? I don't have restrictions as it is. Just about being black in America, I don't want to have to come to work. It just feels like you're never really living. You're just alive, but you ain't really living. Yeah. You're living for a paycheck that don't really pay a whole lot because you gotta work. I don't know where you stay, but in I stay in Northern. California, so rent is very expensive out here. So you got to work two and three jobs just to make, just to put food on your table and, and make rent. Who wants to be bothered with that from every job that they work on? Like that's why people are quitting, and that's why people are, are becoming more entrepreneurs. People are becoming more millionaires, and that's what we need to. Ultimately, that's what we need to do: create our own stuff, create our own businesses. I have my own show live on 96.9 KGPC radio, which is based in Oakland, California, um, mm-hmm. called Do Rags and Conversations. So basically, that's that's pretty much my goal. It's just to be a full-time radio personality, media personality. I definitely want to get into more acting. Um, I've dibbled and dabbled in some acting, so I definitely want to do more acting. I definitely want to be a whole entrepreneur, I be financially stable and have my own car and have my own crib and have my own everything so I don't have to depend on a nine to five job to get that for me Mm -hmm. and have to have the stress of being at a nine to five job to get that and I damn sure don't want to be there for 50 years my back all hurting my back lumping all over got gray hair bags underneath my eyes got wrinkles everywhere Mm -hmm. you know got messed up jacked up teeth Make (laughs) 
I don't want to. I don't want to go out like that because I know that that's not my destiny. That's not my goal. That's not my. That's not fulfillment for me. Like I literally had a coworker who's been there for almost forty years, and she didn't receive shit for being there for forty years. They didn't get her no cake. They didn't get her nothing. And I don't really all that tough because she was kind of more on the bitter side. But because I felt so bad, yeah. me and my other co-worker went half and got her this alcohol liqueur that she liked. And, you know, just to kind of show um, her our appreciation for her services. But she's been there for 40 years and did not receive a damn thing from nobody. Um, didn't receive no type of card, didn't receive no gift card, no balloons, no Hennessy, no Ace, you know, no, no Vaseline, no nothing. She didn't get nothing. Damn, that's, that's, mm-hmm. it's just sad. It's sad, and at this rate, well, it's probably gonna be only four people working next year. And you're right; it's the people that don't want to be managers because they don't want to deal with the politics of mm-hmm. the cutthroat and the shadiness of being a, a yeah. manager. And then you have people who are not qualified, and they get these jobs because they're so quick to kiss ass and do all of these things to remain a, a store manager and they don't they don't have the qualifications to even be store director or a manager and that's typically how it works well thank you Brittany so much for having me on your show What's up, everybody? It's your boy, That Boy Media. And I just got through chopping it up with my girl, Brittany Harris, on her new podcast, The Boss. And also make sure to stream this on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and make sure to check it out on all social media platforms.